My name is Mike DeBacker, and welcome to another episode of Gathering More Leaves. Please join me on my journey as I reflect on the exploration of my family history over the past 45 years. After making the trek to the National Archives and the LDS Library in 1985, my family history research effort search pretty much dried up, and I settled into trying to make my documentation readable and understandable by future generations. Being a computer programmer and interested in databases, I tried my hand at a couple of different methods of maintaining the information I had collected. As I went along, it was very much a learning process. Back then, the computer that I had was a Commodore Amiga. Wanting to learn about databases, I purchased some database software for the Amiga. I proceeded to build a database to hold the genealogy data that I had collected so far. I do not recall what that database looked like, but it was not sufficient for the task, given what I know now. The time spent entering names and dates into that database turned out to be pretty much a waste of time. After I purchased an IBM clone, I wound up having to re-enter all of the data that I had previously entered into the Amiga, and as it turns out, that was not the first time I had to re-enter everything from scratch. On the PC, I wrote what I thought was a rather clever database application for managing a family tree. The program that I wrote had a few bugs, and it never did what I initially thought this type of program should do. Besides the learning experience of writing a database application, this effort was also a waste of time. Around the same time, I was a subscriber to the CompuServe dial-up service. I frequently visited their genealogy forum, where I began to learn about different genealogy software and the GetCom file format. If I was serious about documenting my family history research, I needed some serious software. In addition, I learned that whatever software I bought needed to be capable of exporting my data out to a readable format by other genealogy software in case I ever wanted or needed to switch to some other software package. That standard format turned out to be the GetCom file format. In simple terms, GetCom is a standardized method of formatting genealogical data into a text file that can be easily read and converted by any genealogy software program. The GetCom specification was initially developed in 1985 and is owned and managed by the Family History Department of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, LDS. Therefore, after a bit of research into the topic of genealogy software, I bought Family Tree Maker, FTM, and started using it to keep track of all of my genealogy data. Around 1994 CompuServe made the internet available to its users, and I built my first web page. Realizing that I could publish something on the World Wide Web, the first thing that came to mind was to publish my family history, and so I came up with the idea of calling the web pages Gathering Leaves. In December of 1994, the Gathering Leaves pages first appeared on CompuServe's Our World. Around November of 1997, I moved these pages to a local ISP, internet service provider, and remained there until December 2000. I was limited to a tiny amount of space at this site. Because of this, I constantly had to move things around. In March 2001, I decided to contract with an IPP, Internet Presence Provider, and move my pages to a more permanent location complete with a domain name, gatheringleaves.org. When I first started using Family Tree Maker, I thought that it was a great product. In hindsight, I guess that came primarily from the fact that I did not know any better. I initially made two huge mistakes, and I partly blame the software I used to make these mistakes. The first mistake was not recording sources for all the information that I was entering. The early versions of FTM did not have a good way of tracking sources. The second mistake I made was submitting my data to the Family Tree Maker World Family Tree website. At first, it seemed like a good idea to publish this information on the web, and, in a way, it was a good idea, I could share my data with other people. 
The mistake in uploading my data was that a good deal of the information was incorrect, and it eventually made its way onto one of the FTM CDs. So at this point, I had bad data without any sources floating around out there on the internet, and I had no control over it. As a result of this, I feel as though I have been ripped off in a way as genealogy.com now charges people, under the catchphrase of trust your family history to us, to look at the bad data I previously provided them free of charge. Having had enough of the family tree maker, genealogy.com nonsense, I eventually decided to restrict my publishing to an internet site that I had complete control over, thus solving the problem of not having provided sources. Yet then taking the next step of ensuring that I recorded all my sources was a little harder to overcome. When I first started publishing my genealogy on the web, I was restricted in two ways, limited space on the website and the actual format in which I presented the information. Initially, I was publishing my data in a form that is known as a descendancy register. A standard report lists all of the descendants of a particular progenitor in a long, winding format, indented at each generation. Some of these reports can be pretty long and difficult to read. For a long time, I struggled with both the data entry and data presentation problems. My main goal was to get something down on paper regarding these research efforts that would be understandable by folks close to me and who were not involved in genealogical research but interested in the work. Each time I got deeper and deeper into finding more information, I kept coming up and asking, how am I going to explain all of this to anyone else? The website was one solution, and my goal all along had been to eventually put the contents of the website on CD-ROM for future preservation. Still, the more that I looked at electronic publishing, I could see all sorts of problems. For one thing, I was having trouble seeing the day when the computer would replace the printed page. I think that most people prefer to read a book rather than stare at a computer screen. They want to hold a piece of paper in their hands. Not have to sit in front of a monitor if they have a lot of information to absorb. This book was a compromise. By now, I had switched from using Family Tree Maker and was using another genealogy software package produced by FamilySearch.org. Personal Ancestral File PAF, was free and had some features that Family Tree Maker did not have. One such feature was the ability to produce reports in HTML format. At first, I thought that I had found what I was looking for exactly. I did prefer the data entry interface in PF over the one offered by FTM, but I found that the HTML output produced by PF was lacking in several regards. After searching the web, I found a few programs designed to read a GEDCOM file and create work in HTML format. After trying out a couple of them, I decided to go ahead and write my GED to HTML program. The result of this was a program that I titled Uncle GED. I used Uncle GED as my publishing tool for nearly five years, and I think it served me very well. Since Uncle GED worked well for me, I thought, why not offer it on my website and let others use it? Throughout the decade, 1,000 users had downloaded the application. One of the very first people who downloaded used my product to produce his website. Both his website and Uncle GED received a mention in a how to book for people wanting to create their family history website. Around 2003 I switched genealogy software and started using the Master Genealogist TMG, produced by Holy Genes Incorporated. The learning curve for TMG was quite steep, and it took me about a year before I was entirely comfortable with it. As far as publishing went, I continued to export my data to GEDCOM and then used Uncle GED to generate the web pages. It ended when I discovered, Second Sight, a companion product for TMG produced by John Cardinal. This product interfaced directly with the TMG database and produced HTML output in various styles and formats. In November 2019, I decided to take the web pages down. It had been almost a decade since I had last updated the website, 
The software that I used to generate hundreds of pages of raw HTML had become obsolete and was no longer being maintained, and in 10 years, I received only two inquiries. On top of that, I got tired of paying $135 a year to keep the site. That is it for this episode of Gathering More Leaves. Thank you for listening, and please join me next time on Gathering More Leaves as I share more of my journey exploring and discovering my family history.